Welcome to On the Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roten. I'm Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have a friend with us. He's a friend of the podcast, Mason Graves. He's going to talk. Up, he's going to talk up, NFL draft, talk some NFL news, and some other stuff with us. Welcome to the show, Mason. Sounds good. Can't wait. Been waiting to be on here for a while. Big fan of the show. Thank you for coming on, Mason. How are you today, man? Pretty solid. How about yourself? Pretty good. Ready to talk some football. Let's do it. Yeah, so we just had the 2021 NFL draft and obviously big NFL fans and football fans. But we just wanted to kind of do a grade grade the pick rundown to start us off. Are we just going to start with first overall and just work our way down 32? Yeah, we, we can do that. Works for me. So we got number one, Jacksonville Jags. We got Trevor Lawrence going to rebuild the Jags era with – Urban Myers, coach, and then previously that day we saw Tim Tebow trying out his tight end. So that that could be huge if he gets him to sign as a tight end, have a a bigger guy in your tight end role, and maybe throw some touchdowns too. Well, it's funny because as a tight end, he'd be on a little bit of the smaller side. If you six three, I mean he, he's a bigger guy, but as a tight end, I mean you got tight ends that are like six five, six six. So yeah, but Tebow can jump. I've always felt that he could play some sort of like flex role as like a fullback tight end hybrid. Yeah. Like he's, he's an athlete first and foremost. So oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, he was with urban at Florida. And so, you know, all the different things they can work out and plays they can run with them. He, he can still chunk the ball too. So you, yeah. he's a wild. Shooter. All right. So second of all, we've got with the second pick in the draft, we've got Zach Wilson. Yeah. To the New York jets. And we've heard, Multiple rumors over the offseason that quarterback Deshaun Watson could be traded to go to the New York Jets, but it looks like that won't happen now that Zach Wilson's drafted and in Robert Sala's first quarterback as a head coach. And then it looks like as they went through the draft, they added some young wide receiver core like Elijah Moore. And same thing with the offseason. You got Corey Davis, Keelan Cole. It, just, it looks like they've had a great, fun offseason. Yeah, they finally have a plan for what they want to do. They want to first off build offensively. I mean, with Matt, uh, Mike LaFleur coming in, they're going to have that sh- kind of Shanahan offense that the Rams, 49ers, Packers have. Like, so it's going to be it's going to be cool that to see how that goes. And like, they finally have a plan. Like for uh, their second pick in the first round, they got Elijah Vera Tucker. So they're just building offensively first. So. Do you think it'll be a fast paced offense, or do you think it'll be kind of slow to start off? Oh, for sure. I mean. You have a talent like Zach Wilson. I think that was a no-brainer pick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Completely, like he can fling the ball down the field. He can. Uh, I mean, he can move. He can. He can read. He can do. He can do about everything. Um, if you, I mean, if you watch his tape at BYU, he was a, on a completely different level to everybody else on the field. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's definitely going to be a fast-paced team in terms of like how they want to do it. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because he can. He's. He can run. He can throw on the run. And he can also get away from big defensive ends and linebackers in quick seconds. All right, well, I don't think we can run through all 32, so we can kind of skim around the first 32 board. But who would be your next pick you love? I think the first surprise of the draft was Trey Lance. I think a report came out a couple hours before the draft saying that he was going to be the one getting selected by um, San Francisco, but I, I still thought that was um, – Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking because Mac Jones kept falling down the board. 
Yeah, you know, oh, man, someone's gonna get a steal. I was expecting more Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is yeah. the best quarterback in this draft. Maybe not for the 49ers in their system, but I think talent wise. Um, but Trey Lance, obviously, a couple of years ago, another North Dakota State quarterback came out. Um, Carson Wentz. He yeah. he was he had an MVP season almost until he got hurt. He helped take a team to the Super Bowl until he got hurt. Besides the injuries and the, the down year last year, Carson Wentz has been pretty consistent. And I think you it's you got to start looking at those uh, Division two quarterbacks. Yeah, the yeah. mid major type like lower kind of school. They, I mean, they have some gems, so I think I think it's definitely a good. Uh, yeah, I was even hyped because my Titans we drafted one of his tackles from North Dakota, Dylan. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it start, I think it's Dylan Dayduns or something. One, either way, one of his tackles from North Dakota State got picked up by the Titans in one of the later rounds, and so that was another good, solid pick. I think. He'll start at right tackle is what I've been hearing to replace Dennis Kelly because he was let go in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can never go long, go wrong with O-line depth. Well, Mason, you're a Texans fan, so. Yes, I am. Let's talk more about the unexpected Davis Mills pick. Okay, so obviously uh, we're kind of uh, – our roster and our draft pick – were scraped kind of clean this year. Uh, we didn't have a first or second round pick this year because of the Laramie Tumsel trade. Um, so we came in beginning of the third and picked up a quarterback, which makes sense considering the um, the Sean Watson uh, stuff that's going on. I, it's it's looking more and more unlikely every day that he's going to play next year or maybe ever even again, uh, which sucks because I was a big fan of his. But um, it just some of that stuff is unexcusable. But besides the point, we signed Tyrod Taylor. I think he it might be one of the more underrated um, quarterbacks in the league in terms of being serviceable. So I, I think Tyrod's going to be the guy. But this David Mills guy, I don't know much about him. I'll admit, uh, Stanford, right? Yeah, yeah, Stanford, yeah. Stanford. Yep. Uh, I heard he, he was decent at Stanford. Um, <laughs> Kellen Mond and. Trask, uh, Kyle Trask, both got picked like two picks before, so it, it it almost seemed like we wanted one of them, and then kind of panicked once they weren't there. Yeah, yes. Kyle Trask got picked sixty four, Kellen Mond got picked sixty six, and we picked David Mills sixty seven. So y'all should have gone to local and got Brady White from University of Memphis. <laughs> Nothing I don't wrong with that. Third round, but um, no, I, I think we needed more talent than a quarterback. Uh, I think Tyron Taylor is the best we can get right now, and I, I don't, I don't, I didn't see the point in picking uh, David Mills. It seemed more of a trying to appeal to the fans that were so pissed off instead of like actually trying to build the team. But yeah, and we'll then a, a couple, a couple key things that went on with the Texans offseason, which we're not going to get into about Deshaun Watson, but we had his thing, and then along with. J.J. Watt signing and leaving the Texans and signing a two-year deal with the Cardinals. And then you've got, I believe Texans were, they said, y'all signed the most free agents in the offseason. Y'all had 28 free agency signings. I mean, you forget the biggest one of all. We uh, we fired our coach. Yeah. Um, so we um, we fired Bill O'Brien and we hired David Coley. David yeah. Coley, uh, he was the Ravens. What was he? Was he the 
DC back. what receivers coach like Where running backs or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so skill position yeah. for the yeah. Ravens. Obviously, they had a pretty awful pass game last year. Um, and before that, he coached for the Chiefs and he coached for that Dwayne Bow team that didn't catch a single receiving touchdown. So yeah, that was kind of a red flag for me. But from what I've seen press conference wise, I like him. Uh, he seems like he's committed to the job. And if he thinks David Mills is the guy, then then uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, and I mean, it's, that's the fun thing. Like those those draft shockers could be a MVP down the road or a Super Bowl winning quarterback down the road or whichever. And just you yeah. never you never want to doubt the quarterbacks, but you just you can kind of have a I don't kind of believe in it, but We'll see how it goes from here on out. But you just got to believe in your team and believe in the coaching staff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Ramey, back off. Your, you're a big giant Rams fan. You're obviously named after the team. Yes, sir. Let's kind of talk about your draft picks. All right. So, first, I just want to say that 2-2 at will pick, I personally love because it brings me back to my childhood. I remember growing up. As a Rams fan, obviously, um, one of my favorite players was Tavon Austin, just because he had that explosive speed. I mean, he could he could burn everybody out there. Uh, Tutu Atwell has that same kind of appeal. I mean, he's he's one of the fastest players in this draft. So, speed kills. I mean, we we definitely got some speed. Um, I think Caleb Farley's faster, but he's not going to be returning kicks and punts. Tutu will, but um, we got some more. Some more defensive depth, uh, Ernest Jones, Bobby Brown, uh, Robert Rochelle. I mean, I'm I'm happy Vince with Scarlett or from Notre Dame. Yeah, well, he's a receiver, but yeah, uh, I'm very excited to see what what these draft picks can do. Because I mean, we have a we have a lot of picks in our past years that seem like kind of head scratchers in a sense of like maybe we didn't need to fill this position but once once these guys started to get in and start playing I mean they really showed out so I'm excited to see what Sean McVay and Les Need worked up this year and then in your free agency you picked up Deshaun Jackson yeah yeah another speedy guy yeah it's gonna be a mentor for sure to help this I mean we're gonna be airing it out because we we have a quarterback like Matthew Stafford so so we definitely need some speed. So do you think it'll be a battle for Deshaun and Tutu Atwells for their spot? No. Um, or do you think I, it'll be given to one of them straight off the bat? I mean, Tutu is much younger than Deshaun, so I think Deshaun's – obviously Deshaun's going to play. Yeah. But he obviously has some injury problems in Philly before he came here. But um, I think it's going to be Tutu's and maybe not right away – but I think Tutu is going to definitely like uh, work into that role and it's going to be his whenever it's like solidified. But um, I definitely think that Deshaun is going to be a big mentor for Tutu and all of these receivers. Honestly, I think, I think it's a match made in heaven for us. And, and he's from LA too. So that, that Deshaun was, I mean, yeah. Jackson pick was awesome. Now we're going to kind of sh- shift the guns here. So we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans, obviously my team. Huge fan of, but anyways, so Titans. They speaking of Louisville, we drafted the other pair of that receiver, Des Fitzpatrick, that, who played the other side of Tutu Atwell at Louisville, and then we got. We've been in the couple of days. We've been in the news. I've seen for a possible landing spot for Julio Jones, Falcons' superstar receiver. 
So, Ramey, do you think Julio will be moved, or do you think he'll be staying with the Falcons, or what? what is he a free agent right now, or is he uh, is he getting shopped? He's getting shopped. Um, I really, I really don't know. I after that Kyle Kyle Pitts pickup, I was thinking maybe they're trying to have a last ditch effort to go all in offensively, which would probably mean that Julio stays just because they want to go all in. But I mean. I think it's going to be a year to see what happens. Uh, it's Arthur Smith's first year on the job. You saw yep. what he did in Tennessee. So I think it's all kind of just depends on what happens. If he gets traded, um, I wouldn't be surprised. If he doesn't get traded, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it I think it is really up in the air. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's up in the air. I mean, I just – he did the – I know he's kind of getting up there in age and, like, stamina and playing-wise and – but I would – obviously, he's A.J. Brown's role model, and he said he would give up his 11 for his favorite role model to join the team, and he'd love to play with them. I'd be so down if we landed Julio. And then I know it's, we're kind of scrambling around everywhere, but we've also got some news right before the draft started about Aaron, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who says he wants a trade out of Green Bay, and he wants the GM fired is what I've read. So do you yeah. think – but then today I saw on Pat McAfee's show, he said that Aaron's more likely to lean toward retirement than a trade. So what do y'all think is the outcome of that whole drama in, down in Green Bay? I think that, I mean, you can make demands all you want, but demanding to the person you're supposed to be demanding to that you want them fired is something else completely. Um, obviously, Rodgers is still like top-tier player. He won MVP last year. He's – um arguably the most talented quarterback to ever play football. But um, it would, it would I feel like it would be a waste of the twilight of his career for him to retire. I don't, th- I don't see that happening. I think he's too smart for that to happen. Uh, I don't yeah. think. I don't think, think he's ready for it. It was just um, his best year last year. Yeah. The, uh, the Broncos, I've seen yeah. the potential landing spot. Uh, right. that'd, that'd be cool to see, especially with Judy and a couple of talents they got over the last couple of years. Um, Sounds like Drew Locke's back on the market, or the Broncos' quarterback. They're back on quarterback market. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to admit I've never been pretty uh, really impressed by Drew Locke. So are they really just going to give him a basically a one-year rental deal to see how he did and I guess it's not what they wanted? Who, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Locke? No, Drew Locke. Well, I mean, he's, what, he's going into his third year now. Yeah. Uh, he's had some um, issues – on and off the field. Um, I, I, I think if, if you have to choose between one of the greatest of all time and Drew Luck, I think that's a pretty easy, a pretty easy decision. Um, yeah. Well, we've also got, Raymond, uh, we talked about this earlier, some of our friends, but we can name, you can name Robin if you want, but one of them is one of our friends, Jillian Maxwell. She asked, what are your top five, best value picks throughout the NFL draft from when the draft started up until now. So we kind of, we would rank them, I guess. We can each do a top five or we can just all do it together. I can, I'm cool with each top, each. All right. You mean like steals? Do what? You mean like steals? Yeah, steals are just top amazing picks. Okay. All right, well, I'd have to go. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to go with maybe QB 15 down in Kansas City. 
Patrick Mahomes. You were drafted at 10th overall. You sat behind Alex Smith. Wait, I thought we were talking about this year. No, it's of, it's a, I think, I believe it's of all time is what her question is wording. Okay. But, yeah, I'd have to go with QB 15 down in Kansas City. He sat behind Alex Smith for a season or two. Then you got you got Alex Smith traded from Kansas City to go and play at another team. And then you win, you come in your first year starting quarterback and you lead your team to a Super Bowl and back-to-back seasons you're in the, both in the Super Bowl. So I say that's pretty outstanding to do from a quarterback who won at a very popular school who's transferred. I believe Mahomes transferred, correct? Or was he? Uh, he was at Texas State. Uh, I'm thinking of Baker. Yeah, he yeah he was one from Texas Tech to OU. So yeah, so he was at Texas Tech. Then he obviously was in the draft. But I just in Texas Tech didn't really produce athletes as you would think they normally do. I mean they they had they had a couple guys. I didn't mean to cut you off. They had uh, no, Michael Crabtree a couple years ago. Uh, there's there's some more probably. It's a Big 12 school, I mean. Well, you're more, yeah, y'all are more football IQ'd more than I am, so I'm more on the basketball side. Wait, okay, so are we talking about – why aren't we talking about the current – are we supposed to yeah, be that, talking – That's what I was thinking. I would think that would make more sense because, I mean, yeah, if I'm ranked top five of all time, then I would just name – We can talk about this year's too, but – Yeah, uh, let's just talk about this year's because it's easier right. to predict players' futures than talk about what's already happened. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to list some, or do you want – who do you want to start? I think the steal of the draft was easily Justin Fields at yeah. 11. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, there's no way that I see him fall that far. No, me neither. I think yeah. – uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think. There's a couple late-round guys that uh, I'm well, a fan. I've got one while you're thinking. Uh, I would have to say maybe – in the later rounds, Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State, who I believe was got selected by the Baltimore Ravens. I thought he would be a day two guy, but he ended up getting drafted on the Saturday. But he was one of the top receivers, just like Elijah Moore, who I thought would have gone early day two in the draft. Yeah. Um, Christian Barmore from uh, Alabama, I was hearing a lot of buzz for him potentially like sneaking out in, into like mid to late first round. He got drafted at 38 by New England. I think that's a steal, if especially if you're a New England fan. Yeah, and speaking of like – there's been a lot of these like te- teammates back together and reunited and stuff like ETN back in Jacksonville with Trevor and then Jamar Chase, Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, and then uh, further – like Devontae Smith back with Jalen Hurts at Philadelphia – so it's been a popular uh, rhythm, this draft. Uh, has that ever happened before where, like, a lot of the teammates get reunited? Did Hurt and Smith ever really play together? Because – Yeah. Yeah, they I, played at Alabama. I know, but – Yeah, I, I'm actually not for sure. It was I didn't a know. championship game right before Hurt transferred because when he came in and then Tua played that second half. Yeah. I think uh, Trey Smith out of Tennessee. Uh, I might be showing my bias a little bit there, but um, no, you're good. He was a projected first round pick. Um, 
for the past three years. He's insane talent. One of the best blockers I've ever seen. He's an outside lineman. Yeah. Um, uh, he got picked by the Chiefs in the sixth round, I believe. Um, he's a crazy talent. One of the, and he's a great dude. Uh, but he's had some health issues. He had blood clot in his lungs, um, and that's been some red flags for some teams. But I think if he can stay healthy, he might be one of the best picks of the draft. Yeah, he's definitely one of the great blockers out. And he was working out with the Titans, and that's when I wanted. I wanted the Titans to pick him up, but, of course, that didn't happen. Well, another one of your Tennessee guys I wanted to mention who went to the L.A. Chargers, wide receiver Josh Palmer. Yeah. He looks like a speedy receiver. Yeah, um, Palmer's uh, – our receivers, especially the past couple of years since Dobbs has left, he, they've never really gotten many stats because our passing game hasn't been all that. But he's a, he's a big body. He's 6'2", 210. Um, he can he can really get up there. Yeah, and he yeah. can jump high in there to catch for that – fight for that football too. Yep, yep. The Chargers might have a pretty good uh, wide receiver core. You got Keenan Allen, Michael Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when I'm hearing about Josh Palmer, sounds like he might be pretty good for them. Oh, yeah, Palmer, uh, he's definitely – he's definitely a talented guy. So, Raymer, are you about to say Kenny Gainwell is still the draft? I'm not, I'm not actually. I was I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna back off the O line. Uh, Penny Sewell. I was I was honestly kind of expecting him to be the first uh, non quarterback taken, either him or Kyle Pitts. I mean, it ended up being Kyle Pitts. But I mean, you saw the pure elation from Brad Holmes. I mean, he was jumping around like a little kid in the candy store when he when he got Penny Sewell. So I mean. A lot of there's a lot of lot of high hopes for him. I I heard uh, one anonymous NFL coach say that he's the he's a for sure surefire Hall of Famer. So I mean, Penny Sewell has a lot of potential. So it's gonna be good for Detroit, especially after getting Jared Goff. I I might be showing my bias, but I don't. I promise I don't think that Jared Goff is as bad as people make him out to be. He led us to a Super Bowl. Uh, so I think he might he could be all right for Detroit, especially since he's given a better opportunity there. So Dan Campbell, Anthony Lynn, I think they they got a guy and they got a guy to protect them. I know it's just one guy, but I think they're heading in the right direction because they actually have a plan on what they want to do. Yep. Well, I just I think I wish I would have gotten to see an Elijah Moore's name get called to the Titans. He would another. I would love to have him get paired up with AJ Brown. And I just thought maybe that duo might be special and might attract DK Metcalf further down the road in a couple of years. But obviously, he didn't get drafted by the Titans. And I might sound crazy for saying DK coming to the Titans in free agency in a couple of years. Because I think that Seahawks, what they would do is re-sign him, obviously, or trade him for a higher receiver in stock or an early first-round draft pick. I don't know. But I just think it would be a cool option or so. Yeah, DK is an uh, he's he's an animal. Oh yeah, uh, I think anyone would complain about having them on his team. And that play where he, I believe, Russell threw a pick, and it was against Arizona. He chased that DB down the field. Yeah, Buda Baker, Buda Baker yeah. hopped on him like a puma. Yeah, threw him to the ground. That was incredible, and he came from like the ten yard line 
or the one yard line actually and chased them all the way down to like the opposite 20 yard line. Yeah. And that was just incredible. That I, got two, cool. I got two words for you. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, what you got? What what has DK done against Jalen Ramsey? I mean, we saw on the biggest stage in the playoffs. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to hate on DK. I'm just saying I got I got to rep rep my LA Ram. Mr. Jalen Rams E fits the team well, huh? I mean, he fits the team well, name wise, personality wise. I mean, he's he's great. All pro corner for a reason. Now that. That team was so fun to watch a couple of years ago when it was Akeem, Akeem Tlaib and Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. It was, I believe it was Sean McVay's first year. It was the Rams' first year in L.A. They played in the Olympic Coliseum down at USC Stadium. And they went to, like, the playoffs, and that was I mean, fun. Yeah. I mean, we went to the playoffs. We lost to the Falcons in round one because Farrell Cooper wanted to fumble, like, two or three times. But, hey, hey, that's neither here nor there. Well, I mean, that's how receivers learn, just from mistakes. So you got to do it somehow, somewhere. Not but on yeah. the biggest stage, though. Not the biggest. Yeah. That's not the one to do where the whole world's watching you eat, too. Not, that's not going to cut it. I mean, it's, it's all good. I'm still I'm still repping my team no matter what. Well, Ramey, is there, I mean, not Ramey, Mason, is there anything you'd like to say? No, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's been a cool conversation. Uh, the draft was, was – I'm just glad to see how it's back to normal after last year. I thought yeah. what they did last year was was pretty awesome, all things considered, but it's great to yeah. th- see things slowly uh, drifting back to normalcy, especially yeah, I, something – I want to piggyback off what you just said. Last year, I thought overall, like before it started, I thought, man, this is going to be a – it's going to go crazy. All, I feel like all computers are going to go be shut down. Wi-Fi is going to be messed up. No, it's going to all just shut down and be chaos. But no, at the end, it, I thought it went very well. It went like normal. You couldn't like tell the difference from it being a lot in person or how it was virtual, uh, virtually. But I just Dale in his basement. <laughs> do what? Dale in his basement. That was pretty yeah. funny. And hey, he had, he had that chair on stage this year. He let a yeah. fan sit in each pick. He told a fan, super fan, to come and sit in it and do the draft pick. Well, Mason, we really appreciate having you joining us on this episode of On the Prowl podcast with us today. Yeah, Mason. yeah thanks for having me on. Uh, Is there anything no you'd problem. like to say before we wrap it up? No, yeah, just um, keep watching the show. Uh, hopefully, I'll, it won't be my last time on. Um, nah. And yeah, I'm hyped for this uh, this coming fall. Yeah, man, we're definitely ready for football season. And yes, we ready are. to get back out there for tailgating yeah. and you outside of Neyland and us outside Liberty Bowl and also NFL stadiums and being back in stadium in person watching, cheering on our teams. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yep. Good. We'll be good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on this yeah, episode you, of the Proud. All right. Yeah, I'll see y'all, boys. I'll see you, man. I'm Robert Roden. I'm Ramey Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on The Prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoop, yeah, we swoop. And we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot. With the Mercedes Benz in the car.